it again. No. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh yeah, what were we talking about again? Uh, I think we were talking about the gospel. You sure? Saying death, burial, resurrection. Something like that. Luke, John. Missing the mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 All of the above, I believe. Missing the mark. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the gospel. Oh yeah, 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 Jesus. You know the whole reason that we live and breathe and do anything. Yeah, I, I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. Yeah. Um, but last week. We was so this, talking. This gonna this gonna be on a lighter note. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Last week I was talking about how we all bad and we all sinful and you got you, you know, got you got all that out. So we you, got darkness in our heart and 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 you know, er, fire brimstone. You know the, <laughs> the reason people don't like going to church. So now, so now on a lighter note. Oh, so well, oh yeah. Last week we talked about the bad news. We talked about our 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 nature, our sin, and um, you know, there's hope. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the hope, um, the good news. <clears throat> um, like we said last week, you know, um, we all have a nature that's sinful and opposes, opposes the will of God. And, and yeah, we need we need something. Otherwise, we're doomed to, to, to an eternity in hell that we will deserve. Um, um, so, you know, going toward the plan that God had for, for, um, uh, uh, us to be able to have a relationship with him um you know it, it's it, it's a it's a price right it's a, it's something has to be paid there has to be a price for us to be made in right standing with god and um from the beginning of the bible um god's standard the only acceptable payment is the shedding of blood it's the only acceptable standard so um you know looking looking back even in genesis you know the shedding of of the very first time we see the shedding of blood to cover um, uh, uh, sin or to cover man was after the fall. When God uh, uh, covered Adam and Eve with the skin of an animal. Um, and that, that, that pattern continues all throughout scripture, right? If you look at um, Abraham um, and how God provided a, a, a ram. For him to to sacrifice after abraham showed that he was faithful enough to sacrifice his own son um that whole pattern of covering begins even in with the 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 israelites when they were enslaved in egypt you know the shedding of blood so that the wrath of god passes over you so we get the passover from um once the the israelites are out of egypt and we have an establishing of, of the law. And you see all of these commands to sacrifice this animal, to shed this blood, to cover sins and to cleanse sin. Um, and then that, that cleansing of sin and that action is uh, referred to as atonement in the Bible. Right. Um, right. And I mean, it's, just think about it, man. Like just how much atonement had to happen for the people's sins. Bro. Like, we don't got a, enough that's pets. That's an unimaginable amount of animals. We don't have enough pets to cover our sins, dog. Like that, that's the, the, that's the true Jesus. definition of God provides because straight up, <laughs> like it's it's no way in the world that well God is the only way that all those animals were being it were that's, there to be atoned for. Yeah, yo, this it's I'm just thinking about like if you like really sit down and, and we've done it, bro. We sat down, and we read, you know, the the law and and we talking about all the sacrifices like. 
you know, yeah. this many, this many doves and this, this, yeah. and this. I'm like, yo, y'all had to kill a I just, lot man, of I, animals. I just want one of them ribs. Of I just want a rib. Bro. Some ribs. <laughs> that's all. That's all I want, dog. Well, you, can eat, you can eat some ribs on the feast, bro. Nah, y'all gave them some feast, bro. They were, they were, they were, they was eating good over there too. So, um, but no, nah, I mean, that's that's God's standard, you know. And I'm not going to question it. Who am I? I'm just a mere human. Who am I to question God's standard for His payment? For, for our sins. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, like I said, that's one of the things that goes throughout the entire, uh, that's, a, that's a common thing throughout the Bible. And so, um, God provided the ultimate lamb, the ultimate sacrifice to cover our sins for us through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ was, is essentially God incarnate, the creator of the universe in human flesh, which is crazy when you think about it, right? So you have a being that is so powerful, so mighty, so so beyond comprehension that he commands the stars, he commands the moon, he commands the universes and the galaxies, he commands the mountains and the waves, the winds, and everything but yet he humbled himself to the level of a mere human. He humbled himself to the level of one of his creations so that he could die. Like that's that's a, I don't I don't know what else could be more loving than that. That you would that you would come down to the high the high standard that you are, you would come down to our sinful nature and then sacrifice yourself. Yes, and I can't. I can't even fathom like another. I can't even fathom a love like that. If that's not love, I don't know what it is. It's, it's overwhelming. I can't even really. I can't even truly understand it. My human brain can't even understand like love like that. Yeah, you know that's that's that is a love like only God can have for His creation. Um, you know, it, it makes you. It makes you. 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 You wonder who. How could you not want it? You know what I'm saying? How could you not want that? Right. But um, and just by him sacrificing himself on the cross, like he redeemed us. Oh yeah. So definition of redeemed is just to regain possession of something for a payment, and that payment was the final atonement that was needed right. for the human nature. Right. And it wasn't just the fact that he died. Right. I mean, that in and of itself is 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 like. Just mind blowing, but one just the fact that he died. He came here on earth and he lived the life that we never could. Mm-hmm. He lived, he was sinless. He was sinless. He he never sinned. He 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 lived the perfect life that you and I couldn't, that we're supposed to live, the way that God designed us at the beginning of time, the way that God designed man. We weren't supposed to sin, we weren't designed to sin. But he created he he created us and we were built against him. You know, and so Christ came down in human flesh, lived a life that we could never live, died a death that we deserved. And first John three, five, it says, but you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins and in in him is no sin. Right. That goes to show that this perfect man (laughs) died for our sins. That's 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 to me. That's to me. That's that's like the ultimate good news. Cause we talking about the gospel, like that is the ultimate good news. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, bro, 
I love you. I might even like take a bullet for you. Hey man, you better say you're gonna die for me. You better, I might, you I, better, I'll take hey. a bullet. I'll die for you, but if I die nah. for you, you wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> Cause I, I ain't perfect. I ain't yeah. sinless. I ain't I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I love you. I'd die for you, but it wouldn't do it, it wouldn't do you no good. End of the day, that don't it mean would, it wouldn't do you no good, you know. Um and 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 Jesus Christ was a man, but he wasn't just a man. I keep saying was, like he ain't alive. Jesus Christ is a man but he isn't just a man and so we really need to 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 really have that that dual mindset when we focus on the gospel in its, in its entirety right so last week we were talking about the 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 pure depravity the pure severity of our sin right mm. and on the other hand we have to talk about the 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 pure goodness and love and magnificence of Christ and how those two things in and of themselves are so far at odds, you know, that he, how can we exist together? Right. But because of what he did, we can. And so I was, I was thinking about something too. We were talking about the whole theme of the shedding of blood throughout the, the, the entire, um, um, throughout the entire Bible. We got to think about Abraham, right? What was Abraham willing to do? Abraham was willing to sacrifice his own son, but God stopped him and later on did the exact same thing. So God didn't stop. Yeah. He brought the knife down on his son. God's wrath was poured that's, out on his that's crazy. son. That's you crazy, know, man. You know, there's, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, people say, you know, uh, uh, what did God or what did Christ save us from? You know, did he save us from our sins? God's wrath. He saved us from God's wrath. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was God's wrath that we were supposed to face, that many people will still face, but that's what he saved us from. You know? Man, I, I don't know. I just I just read the the old testament uh about God's wrath and it's just I'm I'm so glad that you know, once you're in Christ you don't have to to, to go through with that. Yeah, because it's just like literally in the Bible, like the earth opened up and swallowed people that were evil. Right. So it's oh, just like bruh. God. God's wrath is real. Like God not playing with you, bro. God is not playing with you. The Old Testament, bro. <laughs> he was out there, God, God. You know. But the crazy thing is, we talk about we talk about God. Say Old Testament God, New Testament God. He the same, same God. God. He right. ain't changed. He's the same God. He ain't changed at all. He's the exact same God. The same God that was opening up the earth and letting people get swallowed up in the earth is the same God that we out here sinning Bro, you against know, you know how proudly on a day-to-day basis. Like, like what are we talking about? We're yeah. talking about the exact same God. Yep. It's just, that's just, that's just crazy to know that the guy back then is the same God now. Right. He's, he, he hasn't changed. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's more, it's more to the gospel than um, just, Jesus dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to read from uh, 1 Corinthians 15, and I'm going to read verse 3 and 4. Uh, okay. This is the Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthians. Um, he says, For what I received, I pass on to you as of its first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that he was buried, then he was raised on the third day according to the Scripture, and that he appeared to Cephas, Peter. Let's just put Peter there. Cephas, <laughs> see, like that's what I said. Like with, with Bible names, where you struggle with them, it's just. Cephas, I think I'm saying that right. Cephas, but Cephas is Peter. 
So he appeared to Peter and then to the 12. So that just goes to show that the, the full gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of uh, Jesus Christ. Right. Right. So that's the, that's the, that's big. It's the complete, it's the, all of it is a completed work. It's big. So all it, of it is a completed work. It's not that he just died. It's not that he was just buried. Right. But then on the third day, he was resurrected. Because in his resurrection is how he conquered death. In his resurrection, that conquered death for us. You know, and the whole thing, the whole story from beginning to end is just a beautiful, 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 beautiful love story as to the lengths that God will go to to offer a lifeline to save us in our state, you know. Um, but there's 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 something else, too, that that you really got to think about it. Right. Because because, you know, God didn't have to provide a lifeline he didn't he didn't have to pretend his son he didn't have to do any of those things right and so um one thing i think it's important to remember that too as a believer is that this grace that we have is undeserved and it's not to be taken lightly right you know it's not just oh i i, I I'm, I'm a christian it's we hear that word thrown around so much in today's society but it's taken it's it's taken lightly it's almost like a cliche or a punchline to just be oh i'm a christian yeah but it's like no it's behind of, that, it's a lot of work that comes. Behind with that. that was blood that was shed, but not just anybody's blood—the blood of the Creator of the universe. That has to be remembered. That has to be reverenced. And as believers, we can't forget that. We can't forget how how far we are, and we can't forget how great He is. And again, that just goes back to the whole death to self. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus, God basically died to Himself, right, in order for us to be able to have eternal life. Right. But he did so without sacrificing his character. Right. He did, he didn't have to sacrifice his character or who he was at all. Um, there was a pastor here in uh, Charlotte. He was giving a sermon um, uh, a while back and he made a, uh, a statement and he was comparing God's love for us to our, us as human beings, our love for our parents. And he was making the analogy that, you know, if you had a, a, a child that was sick or a child that was dying, you had to go to the hospital um, and there's a speed limit sign. You're willing to, to, you know, at that point, any loving parent would would break the law in order to save their children. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said that um, God was like that. And the fact that God broke the law for love, that's his exact words. His pastor said God broke the law f for love. And the problem with that is a couple problems with that. Number one, you're calling God a sinner, which is heresy. If, Blasphemy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> it's heresy at the, at the highest level. But also, you're mischaracterizing God, right? God didn't break the law for love. God loved us so much that he sacrificed his own son to uphold the law that he created. That's the, that's the, the, the even more, we can't, we, we try to put God in this box. We try to bring him down to our level, but we can't. Yeah. God didn't break the law for love. God fulfilled the law because of love, even at the cost of his own son. That's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of, of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's the whole story. It's the story of our fall. It's the story of him trying to make a way. It's the story of him giving us chance after chance. It's the story of him coming down on this planet 
as a human being and, and, and living a life that we couldn't live to die a death that we couldn't deserve so that we can have a relationship with him. It's all of that that makes this story so beautiful. And it's so magnificent that I, I can't even, I'm having a hard time even explaining it in words. Um, you know, and, and it's all because God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. And you want to know like what the craziest part of all of this is? What's up? It's a gift from God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift from God. Like, it is. Think about it. Like who? So God knows how stubborn we are. Mm-hmm. He knows that we don't listen. Knows that we're hard headed. We know that we are self pleasing. Right. Um, you know we we oppose God. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about it. He still sacrificed his son. So uh, who you giving a gift to? Somebody that's stubborn and hard headed. Like are you are you willing to? Somebody that's always giving you a hard time. My wife. No, I'm just playing. Your wife. I'm just playing. Heard it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, but for real, think about it. Like, who who are you who are you giving a gift to that is constantly giving you a headache? God did. Yeah, God did. God did. God did. <laughs> God did. So, Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us. And that, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners. While we were still sinners. So, stubborn, hard-headed, me, Christ still died for my sins. Yeah, bro. Like, that's just, that's just, like, such an awesome love story. And it's just, like, I can't, it's, it's like, uh, that's why I'm getting more and more passionate about it. Because, like, I'm getting a better understanding of, like, how serious that is. Mm-hmm. And all because he loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. He loves you. He wants to have a That reminds me of uh, as a uh, Tim Ross. I watched a video of him, and he was <laughs> talking about that. He said, um, "If you're a Christian, your only message to non-believers is God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you." Yeah, I never forget that was actually a really good like God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah. Oh, but 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 I'm a homosexual. God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Oh, but 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 I'm a I'm 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 an adulterer. God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Tim Ross. I ain't trying to steal your, your stuff, but that was really, <laughs> really good. That's the truth. God yeah. loves you. Wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah, you know? and that's that's the importance of understanding that God wants you to come like you are. Like you don't have to go and sit in your room with your with your legs crossed and read the Bible for twenty four seven. Like no, like come to God as you are. Right. Like you don't you don't need to, you know, be that quote unquote perfect uh, Christian in order to present yourself before God. Not only do you not need to, you can't. Right. You can. I mean, uh, look at uh, uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse um, 8 and 9. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from you. It is a gift from God. It's not from works so that no man can boast. Hmm. And that, honestly, if that last part is not from works so that no man can boast, that really gives you the purpose and the principle behind it all. Right? Because all of this was God's plan from eternity past. All of this is for the glory of God. All of it is for the glory of God. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about this podcast. It's not about uh, um, anything that we do. It's all about the, everything that we do. Everything that we, we, we strive to do should be for the glory of God. When you wake up in the morning, you go off to work, it should be for the glory of God. When you... When you um, um, Pray over your children or feed your children or raise your children in the right way it's for, so that you can raise children to live lives for the glory of God. You know, when you honor your spouse or you, you do what the word calls you to do in any aspect of your life, 
those that's our service and how we honor God. Right. right? It's not about us. Right. We die to ourselves so that we can be a sacrifice, a living sacrifice to God. And that's what the 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 this life is really about. It's all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um and so getting back more to the 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 explanation of the gospel, right? So we hear I said we have that dichotomy. We have the sinful nature of man, and then we have the magnificence of God, right? And we understand. Let's say you understand this, right? You understand, okay, we're sinful. We don't deserve it. Christ died. Now what? What do we do with that? It's a, it's a okay, we have the knowledge. Is knowing enough? Is knowing that that is true? Is that enough to, 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 to be saved? Um, I mean, it's not. Honestly, no one is not. No, not enough. <laughs> the devil knows. <laughs> not enough. The demons know. Uh, no one is not enough. You have to accept it, yeah. right? Um, and I don't mean accepting in this sense that we hear, you know, uh, one time, a long time ago, I was in a church and I said this prayer one time and I really, really meant it, so I'm a Christian. Now, that's not what makes you a Christian. It's not. It's not. You have to feel it in your heart. I know people. I know people think that makes you a Christian because you said the sinner's prayer one time. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it like as clearly as I possibly can. The sinner's prayer does not make you a Christian. Now, with that, we have to look at Scripture. Romans 10 and 9. If thou confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart, thou shalt be saved, right? So it's not a, it's not a, oh, I said it one time and I really thought I meant it. I really felt it. I really, no, that's not, that's not, that's not what makes you a Christian. You have to confess. You have to confess that I'm a, I'm a sinner. Christ, Mm -hmm. I'm a sinner. God, I'm a sinner. I cannot do this on my own. There's nothing I can do. I'm not worthy. You have to really humble yourself down to admit who you are. And you have to acknowledge that, God, you gave me this gift. You sent your son to die on the cross, to die a death that I died, uh, that I deserve, to live a life I couldn't live and to die a death, a death that I deserve. You have to acknowledge it. It's not just a simple, I said something and I felt it because I was caught up in the music and the smoke and the mirrors. No, that's not, that's not Christianity. That's not a conversion, right? The Bible says that uh, we were dead in our sin. You know, we were dead. He, he, he replaced our stone, our, our heart of stone with the heart of flesh. It's not just, oh, I felt something. It was, you're a new creature. You're a new person. You're a new being. Mm-hmm. Your nature, that sinful nature we're talking about, has completely changed or should change, right? Right. And so that's the whole idea of this conversion, this transformation from a, a, a sinful being to, to a new creature. That's what it means to be a Christian, right? That's the, the, the things that you used to love. You should stop. You should start hating those things and the things that you used to hate you start loving them. and we'll talk about that in a later episode but one of the things i really want to harp on is that confession you have to confess that that you know christ i'm a sinner i i don't deserve your your salvation but i i accept it and i thank you it's a certain level of humility it's a certain level of reverence and it's and it's a certain level of 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 asking god to to give you the grace or to give you the, the, the mercy that his son, you know, paid for 2,000 years ago on the, Christ, on the cross. And basically to, un, basically to understand that you don't deserve that. You don't. You don't deserve that. You don't. It's not just words that you say into a church. It's not just words you just speak into the ether. It is an actual true understanding of who you are and who God is and putting all those things into a confession 
and truly holding that true in your heart. That's what it means, mm. you know. So I'm not saying that people who just people who have said that prayer aren't aren't Christians. Yeah. But I'm saying it's more. It's way more. It's than a, just it's saying a, it's those a deeper words. meaning than just it's way more than just saying, saying that those prayer. Words, you know, and and I feel like that's something that's important that people need to understand. It just because you said those words one time in the in the very you were full of emotion doesn't doesn't make you saved. Has God done a new work in your heart? Has God removed your heart of stone? Is there any evidence at all that Christ is in your life and that the Holy Spirit is guiding you? That's what it's about. You have the information. That's what we talked about. We talked about the sin. We talked about the grace. We, you have that information, right? Then you choose to accept. Okay, you go through, the, through, through what we just said. You have to confess it. You have to believe it, right? And then there's a, there's a new work. There's a change in you. And like I said, we'll talk about that in a later episode because that's the part that really is interesting when we start talking about that, that proof of life concept. How do you know? How do you know that you know that you know that you're a Christian? Right. Yeah. You know, um, and so that's, 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 like I said, the, the, we'll, we'll talk about that more as we get, as we get later on, um, you know, through some of these episodes. So let's go ahead and, uh, Let's wrap up with why uh, why is the gospel important? Like, I feel like we really need to close with that subject um, because I mean, like we've we've said earlier in this episode, like it's the it's the basis of who we are. Right, right, and, and we know. I think we know as believers at least why the gospel is important. But I think it's also we need to really like harp on why a true understanding of the gospel is, especially in a world now where it's so convoluted where you can walk into a church and you don't know if the word is that pastor's teaching is true or false, right? Because they mention God or they say Jesus' name once or twice that we assume that what that pastor's speaking is true. Or because they 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 pull a couple of scriptures out and, and and speak for an hour and a half about, you know, something that is true, right? There's a um there's a, a another pastor I listen to, um uh Bochum, he he made a statement one time. He said oftentimes when it comes to and I'm paraphrasing. He said, oftentimes when it comes to these false gospels, it's, it's the, uh, the skin of truth covering the meat of lies. On the outside, the gospel they're presenting sounds right. It sounds good. But when you really dive into what they're preaching, it's, it's just nothing but, but lies. And so that's why I really wanted to really hit this, this um, hard for the first couple episodes of the podcast. I really wanted to hit this hard because... Number one, like we said, we got to have that foundation. We have to have that understanding as to what is the base level of this thing we call this Christian life, you know. And then we, in doing so, we have to we have a responsibility to to tell it as to the best of our ability, as truthfully as we possibly can, you know. Um, and so that's what that's what this podcast is about, you know, telling the truth. And I pray the Holy Spirit used yeah. us um, use us adequately to to, to really portray. Um, the message of the gospel to anybody that's listening. Um, I really hope that we were able to 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 get a correct and deeper understanding. You know, we we're human beings, right? Yeah. So we're prone to make mistakes. You know, I I might say something that that you know, Ron may speak something out of turn or whatever the case may be, but um, you know, Holy Spirit is gonna work in us and, and he's gonna he's gonna help us process through these things because we're still growing, we're still we're still um um developing in our faith and, and maturing in our faith. So, um. You know, it's a daily journey, man. It's a daily journey. So, daily journey. yeah, man. Um, 
the foundation, man. I think I think we laid the well, we ain't laid nothing. Christ laid the foundation. <laughs> we just talking about it. So I want to uh, leave off with a little fun fact though. So I think after every episode, we should just throw like a random fact in there, like just just something random. I know a random fact. Polar bears' skin is actually black. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's just their fur is white, so you can't tell. I know really? a bunch of little random. Yeah, Google it. I mean, I think that's what I heard when I was in like school as a kid. I might gotta Google that and see yeah. how factual yeah. that is. Yeah, All I got right. a fun fact for you. What's up? About one third of the world population identifies as Christian. out of three identifies it's 2020 people can identify <laughs> people can identify how they want to identify apparently these days they identify as christian right yeah. um we know that the road is narrow um we know there's a, a narrow road and a broad road um and i pray that christ uses us to increase that number every single day that's the goal, man. Yeah. That's the goal. What's your fun fact, dog? Uh, so fun fact, my boy Abraham, this man was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. So that just goes to show that it's never too late. Um, so somebody could be eighty nine years old, mm. don't know Christ, listening mm. to this podcast. Mm. It's any anything in life is never you're never too old. Um, you know, nothing's impossible with God. So Abraham, that's my cousin, dog. That's like my great great grand cousin. My great 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 like grandfather like grand cousin cousin. I don't know if he's my grandfather, but he's my great 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 grand cousin on my mama's side, twice removed. Twice removed. Yeah, I seen I seen his nephew at the at the at the family reunion. For yeah, one with two eyes and a nose. Yeah, two eyes and nose with the face. I think so. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and say this closing prayer, man. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you uh, once again just to say thank you for allowing us to see another day. I thank you for allowing us to be able to present your word. I just ask that you would just continue to speak through us, use us, allow for us to reach the nations, um, and just allow for us to teach the truth, Lord God. Um, I just ask that you would just continue to uh, protect over my brother Paul, um, just protect over uh, his mind, protect over his family, protect over his friends. Um, And I just pray that uh, our listeners, that they would you know, just have a softer heart towards you and that people would be um, more interested in learning who they are in you, with you, and through you, Lord God. Uh, We just love you. We thank you for the shedding of your blood, and we just ask that you would just continue to lift us up and that we just always give you the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. See y'all next week. Yeah!